All right, I want to welcome everyone today. We've got a special guest, Troy Bremer. He has coached and mentored over hundreds of agents, and he is a, a wealth of knowledge, someone I look to up to, and someone I always try to um, follow because he's uh, what I've learned in my journey is that a lot of times readers are leaders. They're continuing to grow, and, and that's what forced me to read because I didn't read them until like, I was probably 30 years old, and I really, really got heavily invested in uh, personal development and reading and trying to uh, become a seeker of knowledge. Uh, and it's really changed my life. So I, that's something I really appreciate, Troy. Troy, if you would just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit something about you. Um, yeah, well, I'm Troy Brimmer. I work in a Virginia Beach location, uh, first class real estate. I uh, really grew up in the system, uh, was in sales for three years, uh, became the top uh, listing agent uh, in the organization, and then uh, was introduced to leadership. So I kind of, you know, stumbled my way through that for a bit, but I've been in leadership uh, a little over five years now, and I've really uh, enjoyed the opportunity to uh, help agents grow. Um, so right now I lead about, uh, about 110 agents and um, also uh, run a team, um, and then try to be a resource, uh, not just for those in our organization, but outside our organization. And it's kind of funny you talk about reading because I'm always, pushing books uh, to our agents. And, you know, before I got into real estate, look, I'll admit, I didn't read anything, okay? I was like, one of those like, oh, reading, oh, you gotta be kidding me. Um, but then for some reason, when I got into real estate and I saw other top producers who were reading, I got in a habit of reading one book, like a hardcover book. And then as I was driving around, I would turn the radio off and I would listen to an audio book. And I was able to get through about two a month. And um, I'm such a, a nerd now that I've got a, a reading list and it's, you know, three columns, you know, on two pages. And I could see the progression of me just through the reading where I got kind of through, you know, sales and, and sales psychology and presentation. Then I got into sales management. And then I'm like, wait a second, wait, no, no, I don't want to be a manager. I want to be a leader. And then you start to see the leadership and personal growth book. So it's literally, you could see the, the progression of my life through a, through a list. I am the exact uh, same way, you know, um, I started reading kind of like when I went back to college a little bit, um, and then it kind of led into kind of like leadership books, like especially military leadership books, because uh, that's where I came up, so I could relate to that um, since I came through the Marines, but then it kind of like my wife, since I got in real estate, my wife sent me this uh, a podcast. I, at the time, I didn't even know what a podcast was. She sent it to me, and it was a real estate podcast. And the, the common theme I always heard, like all the guests that were high producers, they were talking about all the books that they've read, and they were just rattling them off and rattling quotes off. And I was like, man, I got to start reading. I was like, I really need to start writing these down and start reading and jumping into this. And that's really kind of like ignited me to just like constantly seek growth um, through reading. And it's the same thing, like how I've, um, it's like, I always relate to that quote, like when the student is ready, the master will appear. Like that's almost how I was reading. Like I'll have a book on my shelf for three or four years. And it seems like the right time when I'm ready to get to that stage of, of growth, I pick it up and start reading. And it's like, well, you know, three years ago, it really wouldn't have helped me. But now where I'm at in my career, you know, it helps out a lot. So I can I relate to that. I think it kind of ties to um, real estate and the business owner mindset, right? It's, it's a, we're all like mini CEOs of mm -hmm. our own businesses and companies. Even if you're an um, independent agent, you are the CEO of your business. And, you know, you really, your business is going to grow as far as your personal growth uh, grows. 
And that was from what Jim Rohn from a mm -hmm. long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's true. But that's one of the exciting things about coaching, mentoring agents is you see them come into the business and then you really see, start to see that growth and that confidence. And when they are willing to listen to an audio book or, or a book or the right podcast or right video or what have you, and, um, and just to see people in their progression over the few years where they become just confident business owners and pretty savvy in real estate. So um, yeah, real estate, that's one thing I love about it is that it, it really is a life changer and a game changer for uh, many. It is. It, I mean, it can, and, and the great thing about real estate, it can be what you want it to be. Oh yeah. Like there is no one set way to build your business. I mean, you can be solo agent, that does three deals a month, consistently 36 a year, that makes a, you know, a good amount of money, highly profitable. You could be a solo agent that does 100 deals a year, that has a huge admin staff that takes the burden of the service and the deal off of you. You could be a team leader in production, a team leader out of production, a broker owner, uh, mm -hmm. to own a mortgage title, all the other ancillaries. There's so many ways you can go about doing it. Um, you can be a prospecting-based, you know, agent you can be a marketing based agent you know somebody that works their sphere there's so many ways to do it and, you know is what's great about it and if you do it correctly you know it will change your life and it can lead to so many opportunities just by meeting the amount of people that you meet uh, through the business yeah and that's why i suggest to agents like when you first get into it maybe in your first year you have a particular why of why real estate I was just having this conversation with an agent yesterday. I said, hey, we're going to write this up right now, but in six months, revisit this. Mm -hmm. Because as you walk the path a bit, um, things may change and evolve. And what you thought was important at one point, um, you may have a, a new level of what is a true priority down the road. 100%. That was, I'm the same way. Like, I have to revisit because mine, I keep – it. when the first probably half of my career, it was always – changing um until i really got i sat down and really got clear on what i wanted you know for my life and my family and then it's kind of been like since i did that it's been like i know exactly what i need to do to keep pushing forward to do it um mm -hmm. and i kind of lost the uh, i think a lot of entrepreneurs have it the shiny object syndrome where you just bounce to the next shiny thing uh, the next tool that's going to get me easy listings you know easy buyers you know or the next uh coaching platform that promised that I could post on social media once a day and, and have all the business that I could ever want. You well, know, my favorite is, uh, you know, lead sources, right? It's like, I mean, we get calls and emails all the time of this super high converting lead and this is the next amazing thing. And, you know, uh, you, you are right. It's that sometimes you have to dive in a little deeper and kind of get back to fundamentals. And, you know, that's where the, the true growth and mastery is and not chasing after those, shiny new objects that uh, can be distractions, man. Totally on board with that. So tell me a little bit about, so you've coached and mentored a lot of people. You've been a top producer. You've came up, um, you know, did the listing side, which is generally the people are a little bit more disciplined that work the listing side, uh, the more structured and organized, their, their schedules set on what they do every day. Um, generally from what I see on um, the people that really excel just on the listing side only is their discipline. They have a set uh, schedule and the structure to the rhythm and cadence of what they do. Um, mm -hmm. And then that generally leads into um, leadership and owning multiple businesses and stuff through that. Um, so tell us a little bit about like, you know, if you were, you were to construct kind of um, going from back to the beginning of what an agent should be doing 
you know, let's just say to get to 36 deals a year. I mean, cause mm-hmm. I think that's where most people would probably want to be and be comfortable um, yeah. where they still have a life and they're making good money. But like, tell us what that would look like. Well, uh, you know, for anybody who's, let's say they're um, newer in the business or they're, you know, even if they want to grow, they, even if they've been in it for a little bit, they want to try to find some sort of changes to what they want to do. Um, you know, I can narrow it down to a couple of things. I'd say that, you know, mentorship and coaching certainly matters. And even though this is a fairly independent business, who in your world matters, your surrounding? Is it collaborative? Is it supportive? Is there somebody there that you can talk with about your goals and how you want to grow? That's going to be huge. Um, The other is communication. One thing I've noticed that's been a big separator between those who are high producing in real estate and those who have trouble is communication, really owning the conversations and you know, really solving that question of, well, what do I say to a buyer, to a seller, someone who's reluctant, objection handling? So, you know, the stronger you get in your conversations, the more people are going to connect with you and the more opportunity you have. I think that's huge. Um, the other is definitely adopting some sort of habits to your business. You know, when you go from, a, let's say, like a nine to five world, somebody told you when to be there, when to leave, what to do. And now you've really got a blank schedule each week and you're filling that in. You have to find some sort of habits. You have to build some sort of schedule, have, you know, your office hours. When is your business open? The more often you show up in your business, the more you're going to be able to build momentum. And even for agents who are in the business, and let's say they could even be doing 36 deals, mm-hmm. but their schedule is all over the place, yep. right? I mean, they're super busy, but they're not as productive as they are because they're caught in the busy. Yep. Someone like that could still revisit their schedule and really lock down the right time blocks because who knows, you probably could do 50 plus deals, but you yep. may be holding yourself back just with what you're, you're doing day to day. But the other thing I'd mentioned, and I had a conversation with an agent recently about this. Here's what I learned is that when I got into the business and I was, you know, mostly working with buyers and, you know, I was doing like maybe like one deal a month or something. I was a dual career agent. And one thing that kind of hit me was that I had this belief that it would have to take a long time to grow and progress as an agent that, you know, someday I'll be a listing agent and someday I'll be able to sell three or five homes a month. But what I realized all it came down to was my activity and my habits. Yep. It didn't have to take time. It had to take the right habits. That's why I often talk about, okay, thinking about the type of agent you want to become. Okay. Well, what does that agent do every day to be that agent? What does their schedule look like? What does their activity look like? Who are they talking to? There's no reason why you couldn't do that right now uh, to be that agent. And so I think it, it really kind of comes down to adopting the habits of the type of agent you want to become. And that's going to be a game changer. That's, that's what's going to bring that sort of success. So that's what happened for me when I started to time block. And I only have three time blocks a day. That's it. And I lead generated every day, first thing in the morning. And when I had that level of consistency, and I was, I was nearly obsessed with it, yep. um, that that's when the dramatic growth came. And it was a it was a very simple switch in what I was doing that brought great results. Yeah, I mean, it all ties in together, you know, you know, the three, but you know, like your habits will create, you know, your result. You have you have to look back and it's like, who do I have to become to be that person that earns two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, four hundred, if that's what you want. 
Like you don't have to become that person. That person ain't sitting on the couch, you know, eating Cheetos all day. You know, they're up, taking action, making things happen, continuing to work on their skill set of communication. Really, that is the business we're in is communicating, you know, mm -hmm. giving our, you know, advising people the best route to go, uh, yep. whether that's selling or buying. Um, a lot of times people get caught up on the selling of the real estate, but it's really just our advice is what people are paying for. Yeah. You know, and how do you communicate that and being detached from the outcome of telling somebody the truth and not being scared to tell them the truth and being attached, whether they go someone else. Cause if you tell someone their house is only worth three fifty, but you know, and you're scared that the next agent's going to come in and tell them it's worth four fifty, Cause that's what they want to hear to get the listing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and the truth be to the matter, if you take it at four fifty and it's only worth three fifty, it ain't selling. So it ain't doing you no good. And it's not yeah. doing them any good either. Cause what they want is their home sold. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you know, I think talk about like an environment. I think, you know, the environment is so critical. So if you have an environment of people, I always tell people you should get together and lead gen, you know, because it creates, you can hear someone else, how they, how they handle the conversation and it might click in you. It's like, oh, I should handle it like that. And you kind of can feed off the energy of everyone because everyone wants to be successful. You know, most people want the people that are around to be successful too, you know, like you can feed off that energy. And when you having a bad day and someone tells you to get lost or whatever, when you're having a conversation, you know, with someone, um, it's okay. You know, everyone else is here going through that and we're going to push through together, you know, to make it happen so we can, you know, live our dreams out and not get just, you know, sidetracked because someone told us to get lost. And now we're going to go, you know, sit in the corner and pout the rest of the day. Absolutely. Look, it, it's, if you're caught on the struggle bus or you're around people with a scarcity mindset, yep. you know, sometimes that's a change of scenery. That's certainly going to help you. Um, you do want to be around, uh, a collaborative group yep. uh, that is sharing uh, because uh, success is contagious and you know the right sort of um, conversations and lead conversion is certainly contagious as well so you know when you're around others who are willing to share and willing to give you you know better ideas um, I mean that's that's what you want to be around and it's like if if you are you know, let's say not where you want to be, or you feel like you're struggling, don't go at it alone. Yep. Um, you know, uh, jump into those call nights, jump into those role play sessions, you know, just walk in the office and ask somebody for help, you know, get your own accountability group together of two or three people and push each other. So um, yeah, there's definitely success through others. And you'd be surprised how much you will succeed when someone else is in your world. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we believe, you know, and I always push in our offices, you know, have the abundance mindset, the iron sharpens iron mindset, that we're here all to get better, because we all have big goals, you know. And, and, you know, Matt, one thing I appreciate about you, too, is that, you know, I mean, we both work for first class real estate, mm -hmm. right? But what I've seen on your podcast is you've had people from other companies, you know, on your podcast. And I think that's great because, you know, you're, you're not like so, you know, shrouded in ego that you can't have other perspectives from other top professionals and what they do. Okay. And that's the kind of mindset you have to have is that, you know, it's, it's more of a collaborative type of feel rather than a competitive, right? Yep. We're all in the same industry. How can we lift each other's up? So that's something I respect that you do. That is, I mean, that's the truth of the matter though. There's something to learn from everyone. And, and I always tell, you know, like, how many ever transactions, look how many transactions happen a year in your market. Not one person can have all them, can handle it, or do they want to have it? So, I yeah. mean, there's more than more than enough to go around. So, yeah. so be open-minded, have that abundance, seek growth, 
learn from others. Um, and it's the same thing, you know, in the industry we're in, you know, not everyone's going to be a good fit for us. You know, they're going to have a better fit for someone else, you know, and that's okay. You know, cause you know, we want to work with people that want to work with us too. Oh yeah. So, you definitely, you know, you want to be around like-minded individuals, mm -hmm. right? And you are right. Um, you know, there's, there's an abundance out there and, you know, you find the, the, you know, the right uh, company or people that are going to align with your values and where you want to go. Yep. So that's, I mean, I mean, that's huge. Um, so talk a little bit, let's talk about habits. Cause I, I'm a big believer of that. Um, you know, like if you read the book, Atomic Habits, you know, or if you just kind of like study that, um, philosophy is, is just creating the habit of, of doing something. And it's almost like, it's okay to fail and just fail forward and you, with your habits too. You know, if you just have to put your running shoes on and walk outside and then go back in the house, you're taking the first step to becoming a runner, you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and that's what it's teaching you. And it's the same thing. Like if you only make five calls a day, that's better than making no calls, you know, and then build that up to 10 calls, you know, yep. build that up to 20, 30, you know, a lot of times I see people, uh, they talk about the micro commitments is, you know, they come in, I'm going to make 30 contacts today. And they show up the first day and they make 10 and then they never show up again and even attempt because they so defeated and they feel like they lied to themselves, you know, that they won't even attempt it again. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think um, a great resource is Atomic Habits, as you mentioned. And, you know, I, I listened to the audio book on that one twice. <laughs> I listened to it and then like six months later, listen to it again. I mean, it was quick. It's like five, six hours or something. Yep. And it's a great, a great listen. And um, there's some great advice in there, right? As far as, you know, just introducing yourself to situations. If you can promise yourself two minutes on something or, you know, what certain, certain triggers can you have in your life to make sure that, that you're reminded of what you want to do? Yep. Uh, fantastic resource. Uh, another good one is uh, the one thing. And I remember reading that, um, years ago. And I think it did change my income because it did give me, uh, I'd say a good perspective on forming habits and time blocking. Yep. And I think that what happens is when we try to time block, we're micromanaging our life. And I made this same mistake. I remember filling out my first time block calendar, man, I had every 30 minutes, like all week scheduled. It was the biggest lie I ever told myself. And I think it probably lasted about a half a day. Uh, but then I realized, okay, you know, the one thing you talked about, you know, just working on one habit at a time. Yep. So you're trying to like revolutionize, revolutionize, uh, revolutionize your, your life and try to do like five habits at once, right? Just, just work on one until the point where you have consistency. Okay, great. Let's now work on it on the second one. And really the one habit that I worked on was what would be the highest producing habit for me? And that's when it came to, okay, well, I, I want to be more of a listing agent. So let me do seller lead generation every day for about 90 minutes. And, you know, I have heard that those who lead generate five days a week uh, will make six figure incomes. Mm -hmm. the, the math was true. Uh, it was a, a dramatic change in my trajectory and my income, certainly when I developed that one habit. So two of my favorite resources on habits. Yeah. The, um, I like the one thing and I always think back to the question in there that they, they, they keep repeating. It's like, what's the one thing that if you had, if that's the only thing you could do that would make your day successful, you know, what would you do? 
Yeah. You know, and it kind of like, and it comes back to lead generation in our business. It's like, if you don't lead generate, your business dies. Like, if you're not mm -hmm. adding people to your to your sales funnel, your business is dying. Yeah. Um, Another know. great resource is um, uh, Ryan Surhant. Sell it like Surhant. It, it's a, a great contemporary real estate sales book. And, uh, you know, he talks about how in the beginning he uh, was uh, finding rental leads in a Starbucks. He's not even a native New Yorker, has sold billions of dollars in real estate. And he's, yep. a, you, know, a, you know, one of the leading agents in the country right now. But it's like when you, when you listen to the book, and I would suggest an audio book on that one because he narrates it, does a fantastic job. He's a funny guy. Um, uh, you can hear that hustle DNA, right? Yep. And he still hustles now. Like, like he doesn't know where his next paycheck is coming yep. from, right? He never lost that mentality of, I need a lead from a Starbucks when I'm handing out a business card. And he has a tenacity to his lead generation where he wants to meet new people every day. Yep. And uh, that sometimes it's as simple as that. How many new people are you meeting each week and building a relationship and following up? I mean, that's as simple as it is. If you could, if you just found one new person a day to go meet, to build a relationship with, that was just somewhat thinking about buying and selling, you know, in the next six months, you know, where would your business be in 90 days? Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, um, you know, if you were going to, um, you know, if you were going to work, uh, let's say, you know, the next four months right? In the next four months. And you're going to take weekends completely off, which I don't think you should do. I think you should do open houses. I'm a big fan of open houses, right? But let's say if you're just going to work five days a week, right? Um, so that's about 20. And so if you're meeting 20 new people a month, you did that for four months, you know, before you know it, you know, you've already established a whole new database at this point. Um, and statistically, if you have enough consistent conversations like that, somebody is going to want to buy or sell. And you know, real estate is really, it's a numbers game. It's a math game. It's a, it's a math equation. Uh, so sometimes the answer to your goals is just simply having the right math. That's it. You know, that's, that's what I was taught. And then um, I wasn't the world's best, but I did track my numbers um, fairly well. And then I could tell you exactly how many conversations off a code lead source, you know, not a warm lead source, a code lead source, how many contacts I needed to make to actually get a paycheck. Um, and so it became, I knew exactly what I needed to do every day, just on that one lead source. Mm. I mean, you can, I, I, you know, you can go down the rabbit hole of, of getting super complicated on your tracking, but, but it seems like the more complicated you make it, it's it, the less likely you're going to do it. Um, but it's so much power. There's so much powerful in your numbers. It keeps you from getting frustrated. It keeps your own tasks. It tells you exactly what you need to do. And, and it becomes predictable. Like if you've ever read that uh, book, Predictable Revenue, how they grew um, Salesforce, you know, that's what you want your business to become predictable. So you're not so frustrated and, you know, you're not, everything's not based off your emotions, mm -hmm. you know, because the higher your emotions go up, your intelligence goes down. You make bad decisions, the more emotional you are. So you want to keep things, you know, um, you know, you know, it's calm and, and collective and know exactly what you need to do to move forward in your business. Um, and that comes, you know, a sense of ease at night when you go to bed too, trying to sleep. If you don't know where your next paycheck is, that's very stressful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, and then when you talk about, um, you know, tracking numbers or what have you, and, you know, for some that's, you know, that's not their thing. It's like, we start talking about, 
uh, lead sources and ROI and and lead conversion and appointment conversion. And, and it's like, yeah. there are some you know, people who can grow to that or they're higher level and they can, you know, they can have their metrics and their measures and what have you. But it's like sometimes, you know, it's the small number. It's really being a big fan of the small number consistently. And it's like with, you know, if you're just not a big numbers tracker, if you could just track how many new appointments you have per month and make sure that matches what your transaction and income goals are, sometimes that one thing can make a huge difference. Yeah. And, you know, just having someone in your world help you discover, I want to make X amount of income. I need to sell X amount of houses to do so. So what do I need to be doing on a regular basis to make sure I'm meeting enough people to do that? So now your small number is that appointment goal. If you are winning that appointment goal every month, you are incrementally on your way to that bigger goal that you want to be in. And if, and if you're just not sure, uh, ask someone, ask a leader, a leader like Matt or, or what have you, where somebody can just sit down and just hammer it out so you know your story and your goals. That's, that's the, I mean, if, if people would just follow that advice, they would, they, success would be unlimited to them. Um, you know, and I, sometimes people get caught up in the accountability. You know, they got into real estate because they wanted the freedom. This is my job. I can do what I want. Um, and and the account, they're scared of accountability. Um, yeah. You know, just and really a true accountability is just that someone cares for you and they want to they want to help you meet your goals. It's not the accountability of of at your job. If you don't do this, you're getting fired. Um, somebody that cares for you won't they want you to meet your goals you know they you know if you've ever had um, a gym partner you know somebody that you meet at the gym that you work out to get healthier together you know generally if you stop meeting them they should pro they're probably going to call you and say hey what's going on you mm -hmm. know and that's you know that's what you want in your business is somebody that cares enough to reach out to you and say hey what's going on you know how can we get back on track to help you meet your goals so you can yeah. live the life that you want to live you know, and, and somebody there who's who's going to, you know, stretch you that extra 10, 20 percent. You know, you mentioned, you know, at the gym and, uh, you know, the, the, the most growth most times doesn't come through rep one through eight. It's usually nine or 10 when the struggle kicks in. And that's where the growth is. Right. And, um, you know, one of my uh, favorite stories of all time was we had a new agent. She had a great first year. She sold three million. And uh, in our market, that's about, you know, 12 to 14 homes or so mm -hmm. at our price point. Second year, it did 5 million. So progressing, getting at that point, consistently doing about, you know, two to three homes a month. And I remember she came in, we were going to have a goal session. And I said, great, year three, what's your goal? She said, 5 million. I said, you did that last year. Why are <laughs> you do that again? Well, it's because there was headache and stress and, and I don't want any more headache and stress. And I said, you know what? You're not going to have that because whatever was a headache and stressful, you've learned from that. You're going to deal with that better. How about 7 million? She said, okay, kind of reluctantly. Mm -hmm. And then a year later, she ended up doing 7.9 million, yep. right? And it would have been very easy for her to have a limiting belief on herself of, I don't want to do any more. It's going to be too much work. Uh, but then having somebody in the world that say, why don't you just go a little bit further? I bet yep. you're going to do well. And she outdid even the goal that I suggested. And, you know, if you do the numbers on that, that's like an extra $90,000 in income. Uh, so, you know, have somebody who, who will challenge. Uh, that, who, that's like, you know, that? that's life-changing money for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, Heck yeah, 90 grand is 90 grand, man. That's a lot of <laughs> no, money. No, where, <laughs> no, no matter where you're at, that's a lot of money. You know? Yeah. 
Um, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, me too. The, uh, but that's, you know, you know, you've got to have some stretch goals and somebody to push you tighter. Um, and I, and this, and I see this happen to a lot of agents is they, that 5 million mark, you know, in any market, you know, that you're doing enough business to have a lot of headaches, you know, you've got, you've got other agents pulling at you. You've got, you know, your buyers and sellers pulling at you. You've got lenders, title companies, all these different variables pulling at you. You've got all these headaches, but you're not in position to get out of what I call the messy middle of your business. You're in that position where you're, you're making just enough where you're making a lot of money but you're not making enough to really build leverage in your life to give you a little bit more freedom um, and yeah. really kind of scale it. Cause if you can get through that, you can start adding pieces in your business where you, you don't have to deal with all the mess, you know, and it gets easier and it gets easier to scale. Um, but most people get stuck there and they hang out there for the, you know, to, for a period of time. And then they kind of drop back down, like back to that 3 million mark, you know, where I'm doing a deal to two deals a month. And that's a lot easier um, instead of fighting through and getting to the other side and doing five, six, seven, eight deals a month is a lot easier when you've got a staff to take care of it than to do one to two every month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it, it is, um, you know, there are ways where you could start to, you know, build your business and find where are those points of leverage where that if someone else was doing this, um, I would be much more productive. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes there's, you know, the company you're with can provide those sort yep. of resources, you know, it's transaction coordination or list input or, you know, or even providing you leads, certain things like that. Yep. You know, sometimes you can get a, uh, a point where you're financially sustainable, where you can hire someone in your world to do that. So, yeah, you do have to have that CEO sort of uh, business owner mindset of I'm growing my business and how can I find replacements of myself along the way and really find that true sort of, um, you know, life and abundance that you can get in real estate. And it's like, it's real easy to get caught up in the deal that went south or the client who's going crazy or, you know, the, the, yeah. the delayed closing and everything like that. But you really have to, you know, you really have to believe um, in, you know, what you're doing and where you're going. You have to have a vision for where you're going, get excited about it and just get obsessed with it too. Just obsessed with your own path of where you're going. And, you know, when you look at some of the great personalities out there, right, like, um, you know, the Tony Robbins or, um, you know, even like, uh, let's say the Grant Cardones or what have you, they have this certain energy because they are so sure in what they're doing. I mean, they are just obsessed with how they feel like they can make an impact on themselves yeah. and others. And uh, you really have to, you know, find that energy uh, for yourself as well. Yeah. And it's a lot of times you find them people, you either love them or hate them. Like there's generally no middle ground on them. Like, and, and, and I think they don't care. They know that. And, and they're just looking for people that are looking for them, you know, yeah. that they can help. You know, so that's, I mean, which is, is, is amazing. Once you get to that point in your life, you know, I think life becomes better when you realize that there's people out there that's not going to connect with you, no matter what you do. Um, you're just looking for people that are looking for you. And, I, you know, that goes back to where you began. Like, you decided you wanted to be a listing agent. Mm -hmm. Like, it all started with you deciding you're going to be a listing agent. Are you deciding you're going to be a top producer? Are you deciding you're going to move your business forward and treat it like a business? Uh, you deciding you're going to put stand, standards in place in your business. You know, these are the hours I work. These are the clientele I work with. You know, these, this is what I do. This is my, what my daily schedule looks like. It all starts with, you know, deciding yourself, this is what you want in life. Um, 
until people actually do that, you know, they're going to be super frustrated and never really move forward because they're just, uh, you know, they're just living in the whirlwind um, daily of what fires they have to put out. And you do all these tasks and you feel like you're, you're super busy, but at the end of the day, you're like, what did I accomplish? What did I do to even move my business forward? You know, one bit. A lot of yeah. times it's nothing. And that's why they stay there for, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you know, in the same position, making the same amount of money, uh, doing about the same amount of deal count and never really grow or challenge yourself too to push mm-hmm. through. Because, you know, going to the next level is uncomfortable and not fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, and a simple exercise somebody can do is they can really, um, you know, look at their, their schedule, right? And well, one, do you have a schedule yep. uh, to look back to last week? Um, was there anything in your week, Monday through Friday, that was somewhat routine or was every day different all over the place? Right. What sort of routine do you have? Um, how are you routinely building your business? And then, OK, well, let's look forward in your schedule. Have you blocked out time to grow? Yep. You know, are you missing trainings because you're just too busy? Yep. Um, are you blocking out white space so you can stop and think about your goals and where you want to bring your business in the next 90 days? And we will give our time to so many other things, but won't block out even an hour in a month that just sit there with no distractions and your phone turned upside down, right? Yep. And think about, okay, where do I want to go? And what are the two to three things I need to do to get there in the next 30 to 60 days. So, you know, it's like you really have to start um, booking appointments with yourself. Yep. So you can start to think about where am I, reflect on what I did and where am I going? Yep. And am I, am I too busy for my own growth? And that might get you out of that messy middle that you talk about. I, yep. I see that all the time. I get it. Yeah, I think that's so important. Like you know, it's like book time for yourself to just think. Think about what you want. Think about how you can get there. Think about the important activities you need to do, you know, this week, next week, you know, the next 90 days to start moving the ball forward to that direction. You know, it's just like there's a a training from like, you know, you got A, point A, and you got point B. A is where you're at. B is where you want to go. Okay. In between is everything you need to learn and do and the action you need to take to get to B. You know, so think about that, you know, every day. What is the one thing that I can do? to get one step closer to B, my B, which, you know, you know, a lot of people tell me they get in real estate, it's financial freedom, but they never work. They never do one thing to get closer to financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, it's like, say, just, you know, finding that time where uh, like, if it's too distracting at home, because somebody always has the TV on, if, yeah. you know, if the office, um, you know, may or may not be the, the right spot for it, you know, find a spot, where, you know, you can have a little bit of uh, white space in your life, just, you know, distraction free and just sit down for an hour and just really think about, okay, you know, and, and you got to be careful because you might write a whole list of things. Okay, here, here's the 27 things I want to yep. do to take on the world. What are the, what are the top two things on the list? You know, take over the world one step at a time. Yeah. You know, and what's what's going to make the biggest difference in your life? What's the one thing you can do that's, that's going to make the biggest difference in your life? Yeah, I probably need that advice more more than anyone because my wife will ask me, what are you doing today? And I'll say, taking over the world. <laughs> 27 <laughs> steps at a time. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Troy, I know you're busy. What is one piece of advice that you would give somebody that you wish you knew, you know, when you started your career? 
Ooh, man, I, I think it's uh, I'll have to you know repeat something I said earlier, right? Which is sometimes we think that it takes a lot of time to reach a level of success. And it's really adopting the habits of the type of agent that you want to become right now. And it's the same thing with your personal life too. If you wanted to lose weight, okay, well, somebody who's, you know, uh, lost weight, what were the habits they have? Okay, let me adopt those now. If I want better credit, okay, somebody who has phenomenal credit, what are those habits I could do right now? If I want to be, a, you know, a six-figure agent and I want to list four homes a month, okay, find somebody who's doing that. What are their habits and start doing that right now? Uh, don't even have the word someday in your vocabulary. That's right. Um, and, you know, those daily habitual actions, believing in the long-term uh, success of that uh, will make a big difference in really no matter what you want to do. I really, that's the, the best advice that anyone could ever have. You know, it starts today and your actions are going to, you know, they're going to turn into your results. You know, it's just, you go back to your leading and lagging indicators. Your actions are your leading indicator. And that's what, what that's the result you'll get eventually. You know, mm-hmm. and it starts with doing the small things, you know, consistently over time and they compound. Yep, absolutely, man. I'm a big believer in that. Yep, me too. I'm the same thing. I've seen it change my life. Troy, I know you're super busy and you got a lot going on. Um, tell everyone how they can get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you because you've got a wealth of knowledge and you could, and I know you can accelerate people's career. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that. I'm at First Class Real Estate in uh, Virginia Beach. Virginia, obviously. And if anyone wanted to reach me, I'm easily found on Facebook at Troy Brimmer. Uh, or if you wanted to look, look us up at firstclassrealestate.com, uh, there's a way that you can you know, reach out to us through the website as well. Uh, but if anybody ever wanted just to uh, just talk real estate and talk about your goals, and it doesn't matter, even if you're not in Virginia, if you're in Idaho or whatever, um, you know, that's fine. Uh, because I'm definitely, I found uh, that one thing I enjoy, and I think one of my purposes in real estate is really to help lift others up yep. and really tie into what they can do to find that abundance in real estate. Well, cool. I know people will be reaching out to you and I'll put all, put all your information in the notes too. That way they can get a hold to you. And I appreciate everyone, everyone for watching. I hope you learned a lot in this episode.